Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bus Pass Business Podcast, where we talk about making money online on the cheap. All right. So I just want to talk about a challenge that I'm doing right now. Uh, it's about offers and stuff like that. But before I talk about that, I kind of want to talk about this whole concept of um, opening up a business when you buy like a storefront, you go get a lease, you get your building, you you set up, you hire employees. Uh, I, for, I mean, I don't know at what point in what point people need to be in that situation or how prepared you need to be. I'm sure it's right for some people because, you know, they probably got the the capital, the cash all set up from somewhere from maybe something else they did. I don't know the entire story, but um I live here in the San Fernando Valley, and the city that I actually live live in uh, is. Let me see how I could explain this. Uh, it, it's basically part of where it's, it's independent of LA, but it's still in the valley, which is part of Los Angeles. Um, but the thing that that is weird about this area is we're kind of locked in. We're at the tip of the of the valley. So we have the Los Angeles National Forest. So you have some mountains up to, what is that, the east, the north, and, okay, more, more yeah, so we're in the northeast uh, area of the valley. But this area, like, it really is the end. The, the little strip mall here uh, by us here, the, well, it's called the mall. It's, it may mainly sell, like, uh, dresses and stuff for quinceaneras and weddings mainly quinceaneras is the the main thing around here um but but yeah there, there's not you're not going to get clients from every direction it's kind of locked into this weird little area and then on the main street i keep seeing new businesses open and close open and close and uh recently we, there there was one that opened up well there there was this really cool place that was like I think way better than Starbucks. It was it had a big space, you know. They had a, a really nice concept. They even did coffee tastings and trainings on how to be able to examine coffee and stuff like that. And I don't know um, from the story that I heard, you know, because it's a small town, everybody knows everybody. Apparently, uh, it was the two owners had a disagreement over how to run the business. They had really good coffee. The food wasn't that good, but you could tell the overhead was huge. And people would sit there and, you know, just, you know, do what people do like at a Starbucks. They just kind of hang out, meet, which is cool. I mean, I wish it could exist, but I, in the back of my head, I was like, I have no idea how they're, they're going to stay in business. And of course, about, it lasted about a year or two. And then that space stayed empty for, I don't know, probably a year. And then this other restaurant comes in, which sells so crab and like garlic bread and stuff like that. I've never really tried that type of place, but I just recently passed by, and now that place closed. It didn't even last a year. So my question is, how the how the heck did they like decide? All right, let's open up this business here in this location, and okay, let's get it going. Uh, I don't know, but one of the issues that that, uh, lo that some of these locations, I think this is just my theory, is um, first the way that this area is set up is we have these mountains with no population because it's a forest, um, 
And so we're at the end, end, end. So you're not really going to pull in people from all types of directions to this area because it's it's almost like an inconvenience. Yeah, it is an inconvenience. Let's just put it that way. Um, and the other thing is they don't really have a lot of parking in that little shopping center. You got street parking, uh, but it's not a lot. They have a little bit of parking in the back and not too much, but for a restaurant... Here's the thing in California. I, I don't know where um, you guys are listening in from. California, here in LA, especially, people are so lazy, 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 lazy. They like you have to park as close to the door as possible. People, if you could live like oh my brother, he lives a he lives a block away from a like a little market. He literally gets in his car just to cross one street. And, and parks his car and all that. People can't walk, I think, more than 50 meters here. Um, but anyways, so yeah, definitely parking's an issue. All right, so the reason I kind of want to talk about this is because, yeah, um, that's, an, that's, you know, an old way that business was done. You go, you you know, you know what you do. You're, you're a restaurant, you're a clothing store, you're a whatever you are. And you know, you know that you, you could deliver. And so you open up your storefront, you put up the money, and you you go all in and, and go ahead and do that. And I don't know if, well, I don't know how they're going to find customers or if they have a way that they already have planned. But from what I've seen in some of these businesses that keep opening and closing, I'm starting to think they don't come with a plan. Um, so that's kind of why I want to talk about also the whole thing of, the internet, internet opportunity. What, what, I mean, seriously, look, I'm, I'm doing this podcast completely free. What does it cost me to do? Like, seriously, I have a, a microphone and a computer and an internet connection. So, and that it's, it's, it, the internet allows us to, to do things we probably couldn't have done even five, 10 years ago. Um, when I was, a when I was in elementary I was lucky enough to get on computers pretty early because um, I have horrible eyesight. And I think, what was it, third grade? They they gave up on me trying to uh, actually write on paper. So they're like, um, Ricardo, um, we're just going to teach you how to type on a keyboard. So this was third grade back when we had the big old floppy disk. I don't even know if you guys know what those are. Is there this giant disk you put into a computer that only has black and white Oh God, I'm old. <laughs> uh, yeah, so and I would like play against this little cat. Um, but the point is, uh, I was able to learn the internet probably at a younger age than other people. Well, first I learned how to type, but then um, that progressed to being able to get online way faster. I even had an LAUSD email at one point, which is kind of funny. I was the first person in my family with the email. Um, so. Right now, I'm doing this challenge, which is literally make an offer. It's called a, they're calling it, what is it? It's a proper term of self-liquidating offer. The idea of it is to come up with a product, service, you know, it's a, I'm doing a product. Um, But you're going to, the idea is also like, you know, when you go to the store, you, have you ever been to Target? You go to Target, you walk in, you see that little dollar spot, might grab something from there, and you just add a few things to your basket just because that's how we shop. 
you you never come out of Target with the one thing. Good luck. Everybody knows that one. At least, or is it just me? No, it's everyone, I think. Um, so the thing is, I have to set up kind of an offer like that. And since I, I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on the, the show before, uh, I started selling uh, Mexican candy on Amazon. And I did that by drop shipping, or, you know, I didn't even know it's called drop shipping at the time, where I took the order. And I knew that there was a store near me that had the candy and then I would go buy it and then I would ship it to the customer, you know, blah, blah. My, my first few orders, I lost money on that. Well, yeah, I lost money because the shipping was more than I thought. Um, but anyways, I, I learned how to do it. But so, you know, I think I've um, so for my offer, what I'm going to do, I'm going to lean into that because, you know, I've already, I have some experience in that. And I was like, you know, thinking, all right, great. So. You know, we're supposed to look at all the different ways that we create content or make something to uh, to serve the people that are buying that stuff. And I remember, I'll probably pull them up. I'm going to try to get screenshots of this. Um, on Amazon, when I would sell the candy, I get, I get these, um, I get the order and all the information. But I didn't know Amazon actually did this. But you could leave, if you're sending it to someone as a gift. You could write a gift message, the buyer. And somehow, for some reason, I don't know why, but I could read those gift messages. I always thought I felt like I was invading people's privacy. But hey, if Amazon gave it to me, I'm going to read it. I don't care. So I would read them. And uh, like I would, oh, what was I selling? Oh, uh, like Takis, Rivanaditas, or some of the, oh, Vero Mangos. Those were like the top three. The, the Takis still do great. Um and I was like, I'm like reading them and they're people, it's like a mom or a, a relative shipping this candy, the Mexican candy to like a relative in Japan or a relative out in, uh, out in like Montana or some state. And then, um, you know, just, actually, I hope my computer fell asleep. Let's see if we're still running. Okay. We're still good. Okay. No to sub. I need to move the mouse. Sorry about that. Um, so the point is. Yeah, so I was seeing, oh, shoot, like, you know, people are, um, they're selling it to people. Well, they're sending it to their friends, family, their loved ones as like a gift of reconnecting them with the memory, something like that. So in this, in this, in this challenge I'm doing, we're supposed to create offers, like how to, how to, you know, wrap it all up and, you know, stack on top of the candy, or, you know, different things I could do. So I'm thinking, okay, so what's the main problem and what market am I serving? Serving, And there's three main markets. There's health, wealth, and relation. And then when I was thinking about those notes I would get, I would, I would read the gift messages. I was like, I'm in the relationship. I'm in the relationship business because people are sending this candy and stuff to someone to build, to like build or, you know, up you know, have a stronger relation with that person. And then another thing I've also known is I have nephews and, you know, they're, uh, I speak Spanish also. I'm bilingual. I don't have I done Spanish episodes. I don't know. But um, yeah, I speak English and Spanish and my, my nieces and nephews, they don't, they're, well, I, yeah, most of them don't. And some of them don't even want to. And uh, it's a big problem. Like, you know, my, my parents, their grandparents, want them to learn Spanish 
But then my brothers and sisters also want them to learn Spanish, but they're just stuck talking to them in English. So look, the kids really never get to learn Spanish. Um, so yeah, and I was, okay, so the point of where I'm going with this is uh, there's actually studies that suggest that have recently came out that say that being able to identify with the culture or race or something like that, um, if you're like proud of your heritage, it decreases your chances of depression by a lot. And I was thinking, okay, well, that's interesting. And then, and then the other thing I was thinking, okay, so I've got these parents out there, maybe um, probably in their 20s and 30s now. They they probably lived in places with a large, uh, large like Mexican population selling Mexican candy. So don't get offended if and it didn't say Hispanic. So it is Mexican candy. So let's say there's lots of uh, Mexican Americans that have moved out to another part of the country where the candy's not available, but they have memories of eating it as a child or even if they lived in Mexico also. Well, what if we could help them build a stronger relationship with their children and let them tell, share their experience, their culture, their heritage more with the through the medium, the path, the vehicle of candy. So, so part of the story to sell the candy is, oh yeah, reconnect with your kids, uh, like share share what the candy you grew up with as a, as a way to bond with your kids and and also have a better relationship with them by being able to share share empathize with them that you know i was a little kid and i would run to the the market or the ice cream man and go buy this candy out here and you know just kind of relive those moments with them uh could definitely help a parent connect uh, with their kids so uh that's kind of one offer that i'm working on so i'll be updating you guys on that so i'm going to be setting up the the page and all that so as part of the content I'm going to, I'm creating around like this offer. Cause we could do like spoken word, the written word, uh, videos, just media or like some, some, or even like a private group of, for the buyers. So the main thing we want to get to them is the candy, right? So we could do like a free plus shipping type of deal. Maybe get a few suckers for free, just pay the shipping and that'll help us, um, pay our ad spend then we're going to have some upsells to a bigger box and a bigger box of a mix of candy and then also for our 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 info product i guess our content is uh i think we could call it is going to be like a playlist of 20 songs you heard at every mexican birthday party literally just make that off youtube videos um games that you play for, you know, games that we play as Mexicans sometimes um, that are part of the culture. One of my favorites always was a one called Loteria. It's like a, a bingo, but instead of numbers, you have pictures and you would put little beans or dimes. Whoever fills up your card first um, wins the pot of money, which was usually a bunch of dimes. <laughs> At least that's what we did when I was little. Um, okay, so... So yeah, I'm working on that right now. And then, yeah, so it's going to have upsells. So the bigger candy box and all that. So it was just interesting to realize in this experience that 
I wasn't. I was looking at it as nothing but a product. Oh yeah, I I, I knew. Yeah, it's unique. It, it sells because it's not available in all parts of the country. But then, yeah, it really hit me, man. This it really does reconnect people. Uh, that nostalgia. Um, like I was saying, help kids connect with their parents and parents empathize with their kids. Actually, when I was thinking about this, I actually got a tear to my eye because you're kind of proud that you're you're doing something good. <laughs> as corny as that sounds, but no, it's actually really cool that that I'm able to do that with, by just selling candy and make a profit from it, which is always nice. All right, so um, so let me see. Do I want to cover anything else? No, I, let me know what you guys think about that. Uh, like, what are your opinions? Like, uh, is there anything anything you sell, any stories uh, around the product you've sold that made you realize it was more than just, you know, it, it, the product is actually bigger than itself. It serves a higher purpose. Um, yeah, so just learning a lot doing this challenge. It's The challenge is called, what's this challenge? It's called uh, One Funnel Away. OFA, yeah, one funnel away. And so yeah, that's uh, one funnel away. Oh, I could drop a link somewhere in the with the video. Oh, I can put it in the description. Yeah, it's a one funnel away challenge. And if you guys go ahead and do that challenge, um, you're gonna get the same exact training that I'm going through, and it comes with a box. You get like a book, and you get a book of thirty people that have made a million dollars through a funnel. And it, it's like the 30 of like these 30 people that have done it, they give you their step-by-step -step plan of what they would do if they lost everything and had to do it all over again. What would they do in their first 30 days to get it all back? Um, and that book is in there. And what else comes in there? You get an MP3 little player that has like all the lessons recorded. So you could listen to them on your headphones off the little MP3 player. So if you're gonna have a long flight, you're not gonna have data service on the on the airplane. Go ahead and just plug that in. It's pretty cool. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, what else does it come with? Oh, it comes with the workbook where you can do like the the lessons, write everything out. And what else does it come with? Anyway, so if you guys do it, I actually get a hundred dollars, which would be really cool. And um, we'll figure out something where where I could uh, do something if you guys if you guys do that for as a you know, where I could give you guys something and maybe like some help with something or some something I could, I'll figure it out. That's fine. If we figure it out, I'll put it in the notes here. Um, all right. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. Uh, yeah, definitely going to do this podcast more. And um, seriously, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it a lot. All right. Cool. Thank you.